0: It's hard to believe we are already at episode number 10, you guys. I wanted to give you a few stats so far. Now, this is just what the hosting site I use called Anchor tells me, but we are at over 500 listens, and it says that my audience size is over 40 people. To be honest, I thought only my mom would listen to this, so it means the absolute world to me. Thank you so much for listening and supporting me. All of your kind words of encouragement are really what's keeping me going. Please keep tagging me when you are listening to these episodes on Instagram, on Facebook, or just sending me a DM with a picture that you're taking when you're listening to the episodes. It really does mean the world to me. Now, I haven't really gotten personal on this podcast as much, so this episode is all about what I've been up to during this pandemic. Other than starting a podcast, of course. What does a photographer do during a pandemic or even a slow season? My hope is that you'll get to know me a bit more and about my personal side. Not only just hearing my voice, but how I have been dealing with the pandemic. My hope is that you'll feel a bit closer to me and hopefully reach out if you need someone. I'm not always the chattiest person who reaches out all the time, but I'm here if you need me whenever you need me path to business the podcast i'm your host bethany Barrett, self-made six-figure business owner photographer mother of three who's not afraid of hard work true connection is a superpower that we can all achieve and sharing your story the way you want to is extremely powerful i want to celebrate each journey in business as no story is quite the same Knowing how we got started is so important for growth, especially when we are working so hard within our business. We understand and appreciate the sacrifices and decisions that have led us to where we are today. You've already crushed so many goals and by sharing how you did it, both you and others can continue to achieve all your biggest dreams. Empowering ourselves and others will give you the permission you are seeking that you never needed in the first place to get all you strive for and more. This is your Path to business. Episode number 10, what to do during a pandemic as a photographer. Do you ever have moments you think you'll never forget? Well, one of those moments happens to be when COVID-19 hit. We were all packed and planning to go to the Ottawa wedding show for what was seemingly going to be an epic show. Still riding the wave from our last show, giving tickets away to potential couples, and building a whole new look for our booth. We were finally feeling like we found our groove within our business. We had reached out to all our amazing vendors who we wanted to work with, and we ordered new albums for the show. It was going to be our best one yet, or so we thought. We already had a pretty full 2020 season, so we were excited to fill up the rest of 2021 since we were already half booked. Our couples for 2021 were ramping up and we had already booked all of our engagement sessions in for the season. Talk about feeling organized and on top of the world. Our website was getting an overhaul, our social media was consistent, and we had built an epic workflow for our clients. On top of all this, we had just gotten back from a vacation in Florida in January. We felt completely refreshed and ready for the start of our season. The next thing we hear about is this bad flu that's going around and that there wasn't really anything to worry about. We received calls from other vendors who were also attending the wedding show asking us what our plans were. Of course we were going ahead. The show was still moving forward at this point. I didn't think much of it. Going out the next day, I got my hair done, a fresh blowout, new outfit, and a manicure. I was completely set. After speaking with our decorator and florist, we were all packed and ready. The virus wasn't something that we thought we would have had to cancel the show for. The next thing we hear, that the schools are closing. How can a virus close schools? After we get an email saying that the show is postponed until further's notice. That is when things really became real for us. We were scared of everything. I was getting emails from clients in a panic, phone calls from friends and family. Everyone was wondering what was happening. We didn't know who was vulnerable, who had the virus, and what was worse? We had family traveling all over, even in Florida at the time. The next two or three weeks felt like a blur. Between crying over every announcement on the TV from the Prime Minister and the Premier of Ontario, The growing fear all over social media, it got to me. Every post was about this virus. Everything was about to change and it wasn't something I'd ever prepared for. How do you even prepare for this? It's never something I ever heard about in the business events that I attended or online. We all know the saying that saving for a rainy day, Well, what about saving for the world to shut down? Imagine that on top of this, we were still watching our kids who are five and a half and 18 month old twins. We're trying to balance our finances. We're trying to make sure that our loved ones are okay. One of my biggest fears is that someone close to us would get sick. After my mother finished her chemo and had her final surgery in January, 2020, she was my number one concern. I was so scared for her. I had multiple phone calls with her telling her to just stay home and stay away from everyone. We even had family traveling in Florida and South America at this time, and I was so scared for them. I was also scared for them to return. It wasn't until about three weeks in that the emails and calls started to come. You know, the, we decided to cancel our wedding emails? If you are in any kind of event industry or perhaps just clients in general, you've had more of these conversations than you'd ever like to admit. You've reviewed your contract at least 20 times or more since this pandemic has hit. The first few weeks of this before the email started coming in, we felt okay until we didn't. Literally having heartbreaking conversations with so many couples who were just not sure what to do. On top of all this, Luke had just extended his parental leave from the government, a non-paid leave, and we were both full-time into the business. We had a full-time nanny who was set to come from Europe in April, and our current one was meant to leave in the middle of March. The whole world was crashing down around us, and it was very overwhelming. The stats on my phone usage screen time was way up so much that it scared me when it had gone up about 500 percent or something crazy like that after many conversations about our finances and what we needed to do to survive we figured out a plan it wasn't a plan that i would have ever had to have imagined making but we did it we knew that luke needed to go back to work we needed to look at possibly deferring as many payments as we could we needed to hunker down and hopefully wait for this storm to pass Working from home wasn't something new for us, so in that regard, we were okay, watching the kids and trying to maintain the business, and Luke was working full-time. Now that was hard. We have amazing kids who are fun and make us laugh, but after a few weeks, it was pretty clear that everyone was getting a little housebound. We were wiping down all our groceries, wearing masks at the grocery store, making lists of all the things we needed and buying enough to sustain us for two to three weeks at a time. To this day, I don't know how we ate so much. Luke once came home with a $900 grocery bill and I nearly flipped. Everything seemed so intense. Consuming the news constantly and all the doom and gloom in social media was completely terrifying. Luckily, our little community of creatives in the wedding industry band together and we chatted through what everyone was doing. I found this extremely helpful and insightful, but of course, the hard reality of everything was still hitting us hard and everyone else. I knew that not only were we suffering, but everyone around us was as well. It almost felt hard to talk to people about how much we were suffering. Like, was I suffering enough to even complain? I wasn't about to lose my house or my business, so how can I even compare to some of our friends who are losing everything? Something we had set up about two years ago was for our wedding clients to pay us monthly. After working in the government with steady paychecks, this seemed like the easiest transition for us. Honestly, the switch is what has saved us throughout this weird time because we always had a monthly income, sort of speak. Our clients love it as well, and we've always felt like it was a win-win. We've had a few that don't do this, but overall, it's a sustainable amount. This allows us flexibility when it comes to taking time off and planning better. With COVID, however, we weren't getting that influx of bookings in the spring that usually ties us over to the following year. With some of our weddings still paying in lump sums, would they still even want to pay them this year? All these questions came up, and it was probably the hardest thing having to ask clients to pay us now if they could. We made sure, of course, to ask every couple how they were doing and if they were able to work throughout the pandemic, which I would say over 95% of them were lucky. They still had their jobs. But nothing was harder for us than asking for money when we usually would never, ever have to do that. We honestly have the best clients as they've been wonderful throughout this whole ordeal. Some offered to pay in full already, and have even gone ahead and added extra hours or video to a photography package when they postponed. With all this generosity, we wouldn't be able to do all the things that we did during this time. Some people may not have had many changes, and that's okay. Others may have started dieting or working out, Seeing people hoarding and baking like crazy felt so extreme to us. We kind of fell into the eating everything and making delicious food category, though. Mostly carbs, cheese, and more carbs. It didn't take long to really add up those pounds after spending some days and evenings just binge-watching TV shows I went through Netflix, Crave, Apple TV, HBO, and others. I watched all the latest and trendiest shows and I ate all my feelings. Now you know how I was feeling throughout all this, these past four months. So what did I actually get done? For my own feelings of accomplishment, I feel like we got more than I would have imagined after hearing everything before that you just heard. I decided that I would look back and appreciate how much I did learn and what I was able to do for myself and the business regardless of COVID. There are four things that I've been actively doing and I will share them all with you. One is starting the podcast, which of course you're listening to right now. Two was launching my online DSLR course and all the work that goes along with that. Three is updating my website for better SEO after getting an evaluation done with the girls from Something Blue. Four was learning all about Pinterest and starting to pin the new content that I had been creating. It's crazy imagining that we actually started and finished all four of these things, but what's been really cool is taking control of that feeling of overwhelm, the feeling of fight or flight, the anxiety that was literally taking over me, Now sharing this isn't easy, but I needed to see my doctor virtually for some help with sleeping when all of this hit. I couldn't handle everything, and even though I felt like my situation wasn't as bad as everyone else, I felt bad for even feeling that, but I needed to get help. I know that I needed to bring some kind of control back into my life and normalcy. The sleeping medication helped me get back on my feet in just a few days. I'm happy to say that I don't need it anymore, But i hope that if you're feeling like you need help that you do get it what was best for me was talking to my doctor and he agreed that sleepless nights were only heightening my anxiety and that a few good nights sleep would do a world of good doctors are always right or at least mine is as part of my development for 2020 i had planned to launch my online dslr course and start this podcast They were two very big endeavors that I knew would take a lot of discipline, but in reality, I really, really wanted to do it. It's not easy, though, trying to push yourself, but it felt great in April to start something new, something that could distract me from what was going on around me. Trust me, it was a lot more work than I anticipated. I was told by a very real friend that I didn't want to do something bad enough that it wasn't going to happen. So I had to want it bad enough. The podcast is a lot more work than I could have imagined. Promise you that people make it look easy, but because of my type A personality, I needed to do it just right. Build a website, get the perfect name, interview people or not, come up with intros and outros, embed codes, marketing, the works. It really feels like a whole other business in itself. Sure, I could not do all those things, but I know how to do them so I am. Why do all this work without it? It seemed backwards to me. Launching my DSLR course was one that I tire kicked a lot, especially since it was mostly finished. I just wasn't pushing it or actually launching it. Having a videography business, I have an unfair advantage because my partner can record, edit, and get creative with it, and he can do a really good job at it. My job is just to do it, to show up, look pretty, and just do it. It's hard to be creative when you aren't in the best mindset, though, and I've learned this throughout this pandemic. Surrounding myself with some really amazing businesswomen has really been my lifeline, especially during this time. You don't know how much you need people until being around them makes you feel a million times better, even if it's virtually over Zoom. These women push me, and sometimes we all need to be pushed. What else does a photographer do during a pandemic? Well, I started taking an interest in my website and Pinterest. Man, oh man, am I addicted. More than I thought I could be. I'll be honest, at first, learning all this stuff was so boring. It was so confusing. I really didn't know what I was doing. But now, after learning the difference between H1 tags and alt tags and keywords, I've learned to love the challenge of updating and maintaining a functional website. Now, we've built our website ourselves, but after countless attempts with big companies that failed us, we really do love our website. We spent a ridiculous amount of money on our site in 2018 and 2019, and I wasn't about to repeat this ever again. All the promises of moving us into the first page of Google were a complete sham. The sites looked like garbage. They didn't represent who we were at all. If I could go back and tell my past self to just do it, I would have. I wish that I spent the time learning this stuff earlier and that I could have saved me a lot of money. Expensive lessons are often the ones you learn the most from. The problem was that I didn't feel like I knew enough to be able to do it myself. I wasn't techie enough. Well, all that's changed, my friend. Luke is what I call my workhorse. Whatever I need, he will masterfully create it for me. But the words, they come from me. The design, all of that is something that comes from me. In the past four months, we must have changed things, though, over a hundred times. Keeping things up to date is no easy task, and it can be a big expense if you're paying someone. I feel like I've invested so many hours into this, but at least this way I have a sense of what I'm doing. I have also really benefited from working with a marketing team in my local area. They were able to point me in the direction I needed to go. It started with an overhaul evaluation and and super easy tips to improve things. It's been a game changer and the best part is is that we could do it ourselves. Sure, it's more work, but now whenever we build a new page or change things, we know what we're doing. They are also available for calls and little details that I don't understand, so I'll be sure to link them below on the show notes so you can get in touch if you want to. This, of course, isn't sponsored but I'm just happy to support them in any way that I can. Julia and Hannah from Something Blue are the best. If you don't believe me, schedule a virtual coffee with them and see for yourself. Last but not least is Pinterest. With social media, it can be hard when the numbers don't move or people don't respond to your posts. I get that, especially when it's been all doom and gloom and I'm resharing things that I probably shared before. Without fresh content for the last six months, It's been hard to feel motivated enough to share anything. With Pinterest, it's different. People actually click, see, and check out your website, all from a pin. It's been a total addiction, and even with the ups and downs, it's been interesting learning how it all works. If you ever want to chat about any of these things in more detail, let me know, as I would love to help anyone who has questions. I'm of course not an expert yet, but... I do know a thing or two. Understanding Google Analytics, even at the basic level, is telling me that I'm doing something better than I was before, so I'm happy with that. Learning all this stuff has been what I've decided to spend my time doing during this pandemic, mostly out of distraction, so that I can be better off long-term, but also because I know it's something positive I could be doing. Delaying things until I have time to do them isn't an excuse anymore. In this current climate, it's extremely easy to just want to curl up in a ball and forget all the amazing growth that you've had. Trust me, I know this. But what's been key is for me to keep on trying, to keep moving forward, and trying to make sure that we're staying as positive as we can. Don't get me wrong, we all have those bad days where we just can't even get off the couch or get out of bed. I've been there and I know what that feels like. But whenever those feelings of self-doubt come up, I try and think of the things that I can control. My hope is that you do too. So let me know on Instagram if you love this episode and if you're going to try one of the four things that I've been doing. If you love this episode, please go and give me a review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me if you tap those five stars. Helping me grow is easy. All you got to do is listen and share. I'm over here about to do a happy dance because you just finished another episode of my podcast Path to Business, where we get to hear amazing stories of how wonderful people got started and hopefully one day we'll be able to share yours too. If you want more info, head on over to our show notes page where you'll find all the latest info about this episode and links to the guests on the show. You can also find the latest discount codes or freebies I've put together just for you. Also, I wanted to personally invite you to my private Facebook group where you can meet other like-minded entrepreneurs like yourself who are making waves in their business and want to help and inspire others to dream big. The links are waiting for you, so head on over to greyloftstudio.ca slash path to business.